look good, Nick, as well. How old are you, Nick? Because you look, you're in shape and I, you look, you look well. You know what I mean? Yeah, you look, you look, I can tell you're in, I see your WhatsApp profile picture and that. Do you know what I mean? So. It's all fucking CGI, mate. <laughs> there you go. So uh, I did my research because um, if anybody doesn't know who Nick Jeffries is, um, director, I'm guessing, director of the... Um, I've, I've actually got a little list on you here that I want to, uh, I, I want to read out, basically. So Nick has yeah. a new project based in London, builds luxury properties um, around Kensington, Chelsea, Mayfair, Westminster... Uh, some of your clients include uh, Kylie Minogue, I believe, David Gandhi, Nikki Clark. I mean, there's many more on that list that I saw. Um, focusing on re uh, renovations, extension and new builds, um, interior design, architecture. Being featured in the Telegraph and Hello magazine. And here he yeah. is sat with us right now, the man himself. How are you? All good? All good. All good. So it's where does it start? Because cause, cause that's, I mean, 10 years, obviously, you, you, you've... When, when, whenever I speak to or I follow your brand, I get, I get a feeling of um, very modern, very innovative. A lot of construction can be dated. Where, where does it kind of start for you? You know, how, how do you, obviously, you, you can clearly see you're at, you know, top level right now. How does it start? So, basically, I got into property uh, 15 years ago. Um, and when I got into property, I was a introduction agent so i used to go out and find opportunities like develop opportunities where it needed planning to get extensions or loft conversions or full refurbs in london and i used to work for this guy and he was a little he was a colorful character in his probably 60s at the time uh, worth a few hundred mil big portfolios and oh, wow. he took me in under his wing he taught me everything he knew good, bad, and the ugly. And um, I used to get paid fees to find properties uh, on the way in and on the way out. So I did that for three years and I got to learn the London market because in each area of London, uh, it's all different. It's all pound per square feet. So Knightsbridge is different to Mayfair. Mayfair is different to Chelsea. Chelsea is different to South Kensington. South Kensington is different to Fulham. Every, so it's called, I call it the snob factor it's the postcode factor so yeah. higher up the pecking chain you are the, the the better area you live in so i learned about different areas pound per square foot valuing properties adding value to properties digging basements to add extreme amounts of value under properties and then i did that for a couple of years and when one of his buddies said to me if i find a deal he will give me the money to do the project. So basically, I found a property in Primrose Hill, North London, and it was a little studio apartment, 350 square feet, tiny. We bought that in this auction at Savills for £250,000. We spent, I think, 30k doing it up, and we sold it for three hundred fifty thousand. Oh wow! As soon as it's finished, two months time, we made a nice profit. So for me, nice bit of profit in the in the pocket. And then we did another deal. We did, we found a project in Fulham, a house unmodernized. We bought it for five hundred fifty k. We spent two hundred k doing it up, and we sold it for 
950k. Wow. And then off the back of that, the neighbours said to me and my old business partner, can you do my house? Can you do my house? And that's when it built up. We, we started new. And, um, it, and that was 10 years ago. So, so it, is it on that first property, is it, is it, so you, is, is it, an, you leverage and do you have like an investor who's, who's pushing it or is it, is the mortgages involved? Do you have well, a deal that, with the investor, one, he funds it, you make it one, happen? Yeah, those, that was for a high net worth. So basically he, the first deal he funded himself, a quarter of a million straight into the, into the fund, 30K doing it up. And then that money rolled onto the second project. Yeah. And that purchase was 550 or 500, 200 on it. And we sold it for that. And that, I did two of those deals with that investor. But that, those deals got us into the Fulham property market. And then off the back of that, I was doing other deals. And I, I was always very good at getting motivated, uh, pretending I was a lot bigger than what I was. You know, me and my ex-business partner, we used to have, we never had any money. We used to drive up to London from out of town in our little smart car. I'm yeah, six, I love that. He's, he's six foot three, built like a British shit house. And uh, we, were, we were heading up to London on the A3 to go and make our fortune in the big city. And, um, and uh, creating content. Obviously, back then, there was no social media 10 years ago. Facebook has just started. And uh, we were we were sort of I used to create my own website on Wix, and we used to uh, advertise on uh, <coughs> Google AdWords. So I, I used to know that if I spent ten pounds a day on Google AdWords, when none of my competition builders was Google AdWords, they I was never just going to say AdWords. yeah. If, if you if ten years ago you're dealing with Google AdWords and the likes of Facebook, as a property person. Already, that kind of sets you apart from from anybody else because I mean, even now, you know, a lot of big property companies, you could you could explain Google AdWords and Facebook, and you would, I imagine, you're getting a time for that. I'm not really, asked, you know, we're here building properties, but the fact that you're building that in is ten years ago. I mean, you know, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, so ten years ago, we, we, it was Google AdWords, and then it slowly built into social media, you know, and I, I, you know. We all, you know, Google AdWords and websites, we all relied on those two forms of advertising and marketing for many years. And then the rest of the competition started to catch up. And um, then maybe three years ago, when the business was going through a huge change, because I split up with my ex-business partner, and I relaunched the brand as hashtag mu rather than just it was new builds london limited that we, we we closed that company down my relationship with my ex-business partner ended and i i was on my own in the big wide world starting again from scratch basically so five then, years ago did you say that was three years ago okay, uh, yeah. so I, I then had to really you know step up the game you know don't forget three or four years ago the market was crap you got stamp duty increases problems with the mansion uh, mansion taxes and um uh, brexit you know over the last couple of years all this messed house transactions up so while i was sitting in my office wondering how the hell am i going to pull this off i knew by creating content at scale at some point it will pay off 
you know i watched a lot of motivational uh, people you know i watch gary v for learning how to create content at scale uh, grant cardone for literally he, you know he, i like i grant cardone is you know he's he's 12 years older than me he's on it and he's only really taking off massively since he's been creating content at scale yeah. which then has taken his money making machine cardone capital to the next level because everyone is looking at his posts on all platforms every minute of the day and thinking wow i want a piece of that so for me he's really inspirational personally to me you know i've sort of you know the hours and hours and hours and hours of audio books i've listened to um with gary v or grant cardone or daniel Priestley. he's a very very good one he's got a couple of good books um uh god the key person of influence if you haven't read that one or listened to the audio book yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's all about standing out from the crowd yeah so so i can tell so the basically you're putting content out there to kind of put your brand out there that that bringing that back to kind of so so even any business in your in your specific it's property um but in, in any business is that are you finding that you know pushing these, this content out at scale in terms of you know how to videos related to your particular sector maybe you're going to start talking about basement conversions in depth in your particular anything related to somebody's sector are you finding that that's that's paying <clears throat> off and that's bringing you new business in a hundred percent even in this market everyone's in lockdown everyone's twiddling there for funds i'm not i'm in my office at home i'm hustling bustling more than i've ever hustled in my life before you know every time i go out in the morning i take a video take some videos of me walking a dog six minute video up on youtube bosh done that 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 videos then mashed up into one minute videos 30 second videos 10 second videos for all the social media platforms and um yeah, just and, and you know, last week I um, secured a job in uh, West London, house refurb, only a small one. Um, it needs it needs planning first, but say it's a hundred fifty grand, two hundred grand job, and also uh, we're the inquiry through Facebook for two new build houses with basements. Literally all the time, we we run Facebook ads. Um, I've got uh, Matty in my office. He's, an, he's my intern. He manages the Facebook ads. We're having inquiries every day. This is people at home walking around their house, bored, thinking, hmm, what can we do to make this house better when life gets back to normal? It's the same as you. You know, people are sitting at home looking at social media, looking at the dream cars, Range Rovers, Porsches, Ferraris, and BMWs, thinking, do you know what? When I get out of this shit, I'm going to buy myself a new car or a new watch or something. It's not dead in the water at all. Mm. My 16 year old daughter, she's on, you know, she's up in her bedroom watching hours and hours of social media. I'm trying to say, don't start, don't consume content all the time. Create the content. The time is now, you know, especially for you. You know, you, as I said to you the other day, you can still sell cars today. Yeah. You can still, you can, there's, the government is not locking you down that you can't make business. It's, they don't, they're not saying that. If you can go and sell a car today, you can do a car. If it needs to be pre-checked or pre-signed off, that can be done at another day. You know, the car's safe. The warranty can be put on later on. 
If, the, if I wanted to buy a Ranger today and I've said, right, I transfer 100 grand into your account today, I want it today, I drive up to your place, let's worry about all the, all the, 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 the dots and ticks that, you know, later on. You can still sell motors today. Yeah, yeah you're right. I think, um, I think it's a clear example of, of just innovating through, through, through a tough market. If you're a lot of property people, I imagine, are sat around. Yeah, I, mean, I know builds are still going ahead, but um, kind of still sat around, kind of not really not really doing kind of waiting for the market to adjust blaming the market where whereas you sat there it's, it's fresh to hear it's, it's great to hear that you're talking about the music to my ears facebook ads you're talking about google ads if you're getting inquiries through facebook on new build for me that's that's an example of, of 2020 you know yeah. who, who would have thought that a social media platform where we post pictures of our holidays and and moan about people moan about the jobs and everything is now starting to become an inquiry lead source for for you i mean you know it's about 150 grand job um through social media that that it's unbelievable to see that you're doing that and and, and i can see that it, that's obviously you that's your brand i think we saw about the other day if you went and started a plumbing firm you wouldn't be just doing local but you, you'd be gaining plumbing work from facebook i imagine wouldn't you if i if i was a plumber i would make sure i was the best plumber in my local area even if i wasn't i would pretend i was Everything would be, I would be talking as if, you know, if I was a plumber in Fulham, you know, hi, my name's Nick Jeffries. I own the best plumbing business in Fulham. No, none of my competitors can come close to me. If you want, the, if you want any plumbing services, give me a call today. Bosh, 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 wham, wham, wham. Say that a hundred times a week out there on social media. People are going to call you. It's just how it is. Look at the old, look how the old double glazing window companies used to promote on TV. Like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Selling, like, no, that was more selling. Now it's n not so much selling, it's more branding. It's more telling people what, what's out, what you're doing. Hi, my name's Nick. Hi, my, my name's Luke. I, I run the, you know, a, a prestige car company based in so-and-so. You know, it's just saying that so many times. So people, when, it, when the time's right, they come to you that you sell them the car, you sell them the dream car, you get the finance sorted, you get the best deals for them. You give them a, something for free, give them more value. Free, obviously all cars can be valeted, make, you know, fill the car up with a tank of fuel, give them something else. Give them yeah. a year of a car, car cleaning for free. You know, it's just, a, it's just something, you know, I made, when I first got into business, my, my business was car washes. I had car washes all over Southern England. Oh, wow. I, used to, I used to find car wash sites. I used to set them up. And then I used to bring in sort of Romanian and Bulgarian teams to run them. And I used to sell the business. So I used to set them up. I used to then sell the business. And that's how I used to make money. I used to have contracts of NCP. I used to have contracts in Gunwolf Keys car park in Portsmouth. I used to have my own little drive, at 20 years old, I used to have a drive-through hand wash in South Sea in Portsmouth. Like hustling, always hustling. If, if, a, if someone came in for a five pound car wash, I would, up, I would upsell them to a 20, 20 quid wash, interior windows, hoover, dust, wind, wheels, tire trim. That's that, and, that, and all these shitty jobs makes you how I am today. Hustling, yeah. you know. So all these people about education, education. You know, I don't know whether you went to school. I hate school. I used to bunk yeah, off I completely school. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. I, I, I have this conversation with a lot of people that 
the kind of standard process of um, of school and then I think A-levels or B-tech and then university. I think it's, it's a system, it's designed to create, in my opinion, uh, it's designed to create average. You know, you go through that and it's not, it's not designed to create, and I think it's frowned upon when you, when, you, when you jump into an apprenticeship. But a lot of the time, these apprenticeships are the ones who are, who are diving into the arena from day one straight after school or, or, or they're getting a job straight from school. That's seen as, in the education world, that's seen as they're almost frowned upon. Oh, you're not going doing your A-levels and everything. Um, you know, it, it, I think I was at a case where I went to, and I was just falling into the next thing because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I went to school, then I fell into some course on B Tech, then I fell into a business course, and then I just completely dropped out. Um, and I just started selling cars. But I think um, overall, it just, I think the education system for me is it, it, designed to create average. You know, unless you're aiming to be a top level lawyer but i've got i know people who've done law degrees it's the middle class exactly it's the the middle class it's too everyone wants to have to own their own house everyone wants a a nice couple of cars everyone wants a holiday they want a nice watch and then they're happy yeah no chance that ain't never gonna happen i'd rather have nothing i'd rather put everything on the line any any day of the week than be normal million percent no way you know, my missus would love me to be normal. I said, look, I am abnormal. I'm very abnormal. <laughs> and after 15, 16, 17 years with me, she knows that. So she's given up on me. She knows I'm abnormal. Sure. We're either going to make money or lose money. That's it. Yeah. And, and um, you know, over the, over the time, you know, I've had my ups and downs and trials and tribulations. I've been bankrupt a few times in the last... I was going to say, how, how, what, how, how do you handle major setbacks? You know, let's say you've been pushing at something, so it should have been pushing back. You know, you're talking about a bankruptcy, you're talking about other things. How, how do you handle, you know, give, give us an example and, and, and how you've handled it, a major setback, because that, that would, clearly I can see it just from talking to you, it's fire, you know, you, whatever's coming at you, something could absolutely wipe you out right now, you're going to get back up after it. I can, I can just, just feel it. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people, you know, something wipes them out, it's, it's, it's the blame game. Oh yeah, the recession wiped me out. I mean, this this the contraction that we're in right now, this this coronavirus, for example. You know, there's a lot of businesses out there worried. It's probably going to wipe some businesses out, and and to avoid them kind of going down the blame room and oh yeah, the world's now about to go and get a job doing this. What? How do you handle a major setback? You know, and and how do you come back from that? Well, you know, growing growing up, I lost my dad at ten. Um, oh, I was very driven at you know at 12 13 14 you know when i was a kid i was um very good at bmx freestyle and i was sponsored by i was 13 i was sponsored by an american company called skyway so i was traveling all over the country winning competitions and you know from until i was 17 years old so i was always very driven i've gone through a setback with my dad being died so mentally i'm a little bit damaged because i've had someone die very early in my life mm-hmm. and then um i went off the rails a little bit when i was sort of 18 19 20 going out clubbing getting on the the gear up party mm. much and all the rest of it and yeah. in my 30s i was saying my 20s i didn't do much it was like on hold just partying just stupid stuff and then um that's when i had got got in my first bankruptcy by just stupid you know getting uh, like an American Express card, thinking, oh, yeah, let's go shopping, blowing the whole lot in one go and just fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Crazy stuff. And then um, the second time I went bankrupt was uh, I had the car wash sites and I took out huge 
uh, loans on one site and about two months later there's a huge construction project open up next door and it just wiped us out because who's gonna have their cars done in this site next door so that wiped me out completely and uh, that was bad because at the time uh, I was going through problems at home with the missus and that and I was I was very depressed very hard very depressed but when you've been self-employed all your life, you've got to keep going and going and going and going and going because no one's going to help you. Yeah. No one's going to, And, you know, then I, 16, 17 years ago, my daughter was born and that puts even more pressure on you, on you, doesn't it? And then we got married in 2005. Then the credit crunch came and I turned into a nasty bastard, you know, miserable, lost everything again. Uh, took it out on everyone around me. My missus divorced me at 2010. Yeah. So I was then had uh, I had bankruptcies, deaths, divorce, lost everything on my own, very depressed. But I kept on going, and this is this is when I got into um, this is when new at the beginning of new, right at the very beginning of new. And um, and then I worked hard, started to build the business up trials and tribulations and then I won my wife back again so five years later we got back together again and we've been back together for the last five years so I won her back got my family back together united and then the last setback was three or four years ago um, my ex-business partner at our very peak we're doing 10 million pound projects five million down pound projects huge he decided to set a company up behind my back with our interior designer in the office. Wow. So for a year, I never knew what was going on until I'm thinking, why are we suffering? Why is all our cash flow suffering? Until the girl, some people in the office saying, Nick, we keep getting phone calls from this company, looking for this company. I said, who's this? Got on the computer, looked who it was. It was him with this other girl set up. So for wow. a good year before, there was they were taking projects out of new and they were putting it into this secret company. And that's when it kicked off. And that's when our relationship ended. He left the office, started his own company with this bird. I kept new going. I relaunched as uh, new projects. And that's when I started again, smashing it, hitting it hard, creating content, starting from back to basics. And that, is, that was three years ago. And now today we've got seven projects on the go. We've got seven projects in the pipeline. And it's still, it's still going up slowly, slowly. You know, the, we want to get into, you know, I've got an, a, a lovely collaboration starting soon with um, a Swedish interior design company. They're based uh, in, um, in London and in Sweden, but uh, this girl's very cool. She believes in what, I, what I'm doing. She knows that I can generate interest. And um, with her on board with us and us on board with them, that would be a perfect collaboration because... You can't do everything on your own. And I need around me, I need like-minded entrepreneurial people. I don't want people coming to work with me and all they got is their hand out. I want people yeah. who bring something to the table and they love what they're going to do. Because I, as I said, I can't do it. I've got, I'm 50 years old. If someone walked into my life and said, Nick, I love what you're doing. We've already got a, a contract in business and um, maybe more collaborations. That's the key. More collaborations in different businesses. Yeah. Because I, I, I can bring different things. To the even if I, you know, you said to me, Nick, 
can I have some advice on my business? I say, I would probably give you 10 points instantly. And then you'll think, Jesus Christ, you know, so it's just the, all these trials and tribulations and failings I've had is just added to my knowledge of bringing different things to the table. So yeah. it's unbelievable to hear how many times you've kind of been knocked down and got back up. It's, it's like people have, I, I always think people have like a ceiling level where, where how high is your particular ceiling? You know, let's say, let's say you get the first setback, the first knockdown and you, you're a lot of, you know, there's people at that stage who are like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just, that's me. I'm done. I can't, it's not for me. Or, or, or the second time, the second time that's your, that's how high your ceiling goes. Or, or maybe it's the third. I mean, you've just told me about what, between three and five situations where not, not, not set. We're talking about like major put like, something coming at you majorly completely just shuts off everything and 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 you're talking about we're talking about bankruptcies where you're just getting back up from it and then we look at where you're at now that, that's unbelievable it's an it's fresh to see a, a a demonstration of that kind of relentlessness that just it completely just takes you to the next level i think i think a lot of people um can lack that and it's it's just kind of watching things like people watching things like this that seeing where maybe they've got something that's took them and, and they start Oh, my phone's ringing. One second. You still with me? Yeah. Give me one second. I think I've lost you there. Are you there, Nick? Yeah, I'm here. One second. Yeah, I got you there. Um, no, I just think it's unbelievable when 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 I hear people having setbacks because a lot when when I do these things, I think um, it's great to hear somebody's got everything and they've done amazing. They've done that. But it is, I think a lot of people think that, <clears throat> okay, well, yeah, he must know them. He's probably knows them. He's probably got that, that money. He's, he's probably got that. When you hear it, when somebody's literally the ball, they've, they've got a bad card. Clearly, you know, you've not been dealt the card for where you are. Some people have just sailed over to it. The card that you've been dealt does not reflect where you kind of are right now, does it? You know what I mean? No, no it's, it's, still, it's, not, it's not easy. Nothing's easy now. You know, you've, you've got a family, you've got a nice house, you've got a couple of nice cars. You know, I'm still driving for success. You know, I'm nowhere near anywhere where I want to be. You know, I've, from, from 50 to 60, I need to stay fit, strong, and keep going for it. Because I can't keep going on going and going. I, you know, that, that's why I need to build the empire so someone can come along and join the team and help me take it to the next level. So we've got 10 years to smash it. As our mate Grant Cardone did, he never starts smashing it until he's 50 years old. Mm. Warren Buffett, same, same time frame. You know, so you know, you know, you're young, you can smash it for the next 20 years and who cares? You could lose it three yeah. or four times. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So failing, as you've, everyone's heard it a million times, you've got to be able to fail and recover. Because if you've no, never failed, you are going to be really hitting the, sh the shit soon. Because when it does go tits, and that's why when it does go tits up for people, it affects them a lot mentally. Mm. Mentally. So you know, my advice, anyone watching, just keep going. You, you cannot fail unless you, uh, you can. If you stop, you'll fail. If you keep going, you're never going to fail. Never give up. Never, 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 never give up. And obviously, I think everyone trying to launch a business in this market is perfect. You've got your computer. You've got your phone. You've got your Instagram. You've got your Facebook. You've got your LinkedIn. You've got your Twitter. You've got your Snapchat. You've got your TikTok. There you go. Job done. Yeah. Job done. You can sell anything. I would go on. You know, I would love to be able to do drop shipping. You know, find a project in 
wherever, not even hold a product, do the marketing, do Facebook ads and sell something you don't even hold. You collect the money. So if I'm buying, if I'm selling these candles for £3.99, but I can get them somewhere in the world for 50 pence, the order comes in to me, I get the money, the, 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 the three quid, and then I pay for delivery. So the drop shipper sends directly to the client. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's the, the people sitting at home now, find a product, product and do, learn drop shipping. Watch 20 videos on YouTube, how to drop ship. But they, people are lazy. They, don't, they can't be asked. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to do this. I want to get people that are watching the Netflix, watching the, there's wasting hours of the day. And, and it's a, I think it's a very pretty, if this thing goes on for weeks, months, it's a productive time to begin everything, you know, whether that be kind of training in the, in the, in the field or sector that you want to get into. So that literally when the day that it's goes, this goes back to normal, you've got everything good to go and launch. You know, I, I, mean, I was watching uh, on YouTube, Romans, you know, Romans cast. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. They got a brilliant little YouTube channel. So I think you should do that. Each car yeah. comes in, get it validated so it's absolutely beautiful, and then talk through every single thing about that car. You know, you could go down and now on your own with your ca camera, just get a tripod, set it up, and get, get it, you know, go, go on Amazon, get, get a mic, get yourself mic'd up so the audio's clear, and um, do different things on the car, and then and launch it and put it on, it, and put it on Facebook and share it and you know little instagram ads of course yeah yeah i love it because that those those videos that they do are very very slick and the guy who presents i don't know who he is he may be just a, an employee he might maybe one of the sons maybe one of the partners i have no idea he's good mm. you know you, and I, you know even yesterday i watched a load of them on youtube yesterday and it just and it's in about the new ferrari or the new 911 Turbo S, 150K. I've had a Turbo S before, you know, an amazing car, and I would love to get another one. So I'm, I'm watching it because I'm motivating myself, saying, how the hell am I going to get one of them again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want. You know, how can I get it? You know, I don't want to yeah. blow all my money on cars because I've, I've, I've sunk thousands on cars and lost thousands and thousands. But it's, you know, it's... It makes me, I love, you know, I'm a little bit materialistic, but materialistic things are things that drive you forward. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think it wakes you up, doesn't it? It's, it's, a, it's not so much, it's, it's a motivation factor, isn't it, really? That's exactly. all it really is. So, uh, look, Nick, I appreciate you doing this. I think, um, I think I'm taking a lot from this massively. I think anyone watching this will do massively. and Maybe we'll do this again sometime soon. Um, but, yeah, thanks for opening up. I think, um, I think yeah, I've taken a lot more than I, I, I kind of thought. So, uh, so yeah, all good, Nick. We'll keep watching your content. I'll uh, I'll put your social media hashtag and everything on this for you. But yeah, appreciate it. All right. No problem. We have a good day. And you, Nick, top man. I'll see, see you soon. Thank bye you. Bye.